Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here for you. I hope this finds you well. Today's podcast is all about work and is your job making you sick? I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience and about the things that I've learned since my diagnosis. As a cancer patient, you are protected under various laws in the way that you work. But I'm not going to talk about practicalities and legal stuff today. I'm going to talk more about our mindset and how we feel about work. And also, what can you do if you feel that you're stressed? What can you do if you feel that your job is not helping you? What can you do if you think that your job is making you sick? And this is something that I see time and time again. So my background really was, and I've touched on this before, is I work really hard in my job. I sort of fell into a finance job when I was very, very young, found that I was good at it and quite enjoyed it when I first started my career. I worked really hard. I studied, ended up in quite a senior role. And then as quite often happens in life, you know, you don't really realise until you stop and reflect back and realise I was really stressed. And for many, many years as well, I was really unhappy at work. But I sort of thought, as a lot of people do, well, that's just life and that's just what you have to do. And that's it's part of life and you just have to get on with it. But is that really true? And that's what I'm going to reflect on today. So if I talk about stress and I've touched on this before, I really believe that stress was a huge contributing factor for me getting breast cancer. Whether that's true or not, I'll never know, probably. And it doesn't really help me. But what I can do is look back and think about the lessons that I've learned. And one of the lessons that I've learned is maybe it wasn't the stress. Maybe it was my reaction to the stress. And so what can I do about that? Well, I've learned a lot of coping strategies. I've learned a lot about stress management. I've learned a lot about self-care. And I've also learned a lot about setting boundaries because as a reformed people pleaser, in the past, I was all too keen to volunteer to do extra things, to work long hours, to do things that weren't really my job or really just to be a good girl, if you like, in the workplace and try and be as good as everybody else. And so I've learned now to protect my boundaries a little bit more. And that's part of my story. But I really want to talk about generally what work gives us, because all I've talked about so far is stress and unhappiness. And that's quite common for a lot of people that I speak to. But I also want to talk about the positive aspects of work. Because in a positive work environment, work can be so good for us, for our mental health. What can it give us? Well, it can give us growth. And as I say, I studied for years and I grew because I learned lots of new stuff. I learned lots of new systems. I learned lots of new ways of working. And as I became a manager and a people manager, 
I learned about leadership skills. I learned about communication. I learned about interpersonal skills. So I learned a lot for my job and that was a really positive part of the job. And probably, you know, a lot of that was what got me out of bed in the morning, got me excited in some of the roles that I had, the growth. And so another thing that work can also give us that I really want to think about is a sense of belonging. Because it's great, I don't know if you've experienced this, when you're part of a really good team and there is give and take in that team and you're there to support each other, it's a great feeling to feel that you're belonging to something. And even better if you're working for a company who shares your values, a company that you think is doing some good in the world. And I have had experience of working in teams like that. And part of the reason why I think my redundancy hurt me at one stage was that I felt like I was in a great team working for a company that at the time I really respected the values of. And then it felt like it was taken away from me. And that was another hard lesson. I'm not the only one. I know most people have been touched by redundancy or losing a job. So those are all the positive aspects that I've experienced of being in work, being in the world of work the growth, the belonging, the community, the joint purpose, something bigger than yourself. That can be a wonderful aspect to your life and something that really enriches your life and makes it better. For a lot of us in the pandemic, I don't know if you've experienced this, people started working in a different way. A lot of people started working online and a lot of people started working in a hybrid way, which is like some days in the office and some days at home. I've also come across a lot of people who maybe have become a little bit disillusioned with work and are thinking about different ways of working, whether that's self-employment, whether that's different employment, whether that's thinking about working online. I know people that have set up online businesses, which sometimes can be a great way of working, but sometimes can be quite lonely. And so I also know some people that have set up what they call portfolio careers, which is really thinking about multiple streams of income so you're not just dependent on one job or one employer or one boss but more becoming the boss of yourself and having different streams of income maybe working one day a week in one job and maybe sometime in another job as well that is known as a portfolio career quite a new thing but I really think that where you work and how you work is secondary to why you were working. And I'd invite you to take some time out to think about why are you working? Yes, you probably say, well, we've all got to work. We all need money. We do. And that's probably a fundamental one. We, we know that. But what about the next level? I've talked before about growth and belonging. But what is work giving to you? What do you need from work? What can work offer you? And it's really, really hard. I know some people struggle and think, well, I've always done x y and z this is the thing that i've always done i'm not qualified for anything else but i have so many examples now of people that i've met that have inspired me that have changed careers or created something new i do think the internet is a massive enabler is what they call it to just create whatever you want to and i talked in my last podcast to melanie o'neill who said you know when she was a little girl she dreamt of being a performer and she also dreamt of being a makeup artist and that was something that she never thought she could do And she's now taking a massive change in that she's performing, if you like, that she does video blogging. She creates videos of showing people how to do skincare and makeup, which is something she kind of takes for granted because she can do it without thinking about it. So many people, including myself, learn things from her videos and love them. So that's one way of thinking about the opportunities that the internet can give you. 
Another example is my son, Justin, who loves Manchester United, his favourite football team. And he's actually created a business just sitting with his pals, having a great old time talking about Manchester United. Who knew there was so much to talk about? But they've created a podcast channel, a video channel, and they've got a lot of followers now. And he's making a good living from that, doing something that he loves, something that he's interested in. And that is, you may think for some people, oh, that's just not realistic. You can't make a job for something that you enjoy that much. But why not? And if you're really struggling to think about what you could do, I'd invite you to think about when you were a small child, what did you want to do? What did you want to spend your time doing? What did you want your day to look like? What sort of people did you want to interact with? What makes your heart sing? If you had no money worries, if you won the lottery, what would you do with your time? What would be the thing that makes you happy? And is there a way that you can bring more of that into your life? So I'd ask you to think about that because I've spent a lot of time reflecting on that. What makes me happy? When I was a child, I wanted to be a journalist. And again, I was told that was a bit pie in the sky for people like me. I didn't end up being a journalist, but now I've got my own podcast. I've got my own blog. I've got my own video channel. Anyone can do that now. If that's what you want to do, anyone can do it. It's so easy to start that. And if anybody wants any help and guidance with that, get in touch with me and I'll give you some pointers on that. But I really want you to think about how to work in a way that supports you. Because work can be such a source of stress and mental anguish for a lot of people. And you might think, well, actually, I don't want to change my job. I want to stay in the job that I'm doing now, but I'd just like to be happier in the job that I'm doing. And I'd like to suggest to you, if you do have days when you're stressed or days when you're unhappy, one of the things that I learned was it's a good thing to take responsibility for your own mental health. Yes, your company might be wonderful at supporting you and you might have all sorts of employee assistance programmes. But at the end of the day, the best person to support you is you. Okay, don't look to your company to solve your mental health issues. Yes, of course, sometimes we do need support. We might need counselling, we might need therapists. You might just need a good friend to sit down and have a cup of tea, a cup of coffee and a good chat. But don't rely on your company to provide that. Take responsibility for yourself is one of the big things that I have learned. Mental health is your own responsibility. But it is also okay to ask for help when you need it. And please don't think that I'm saying that. But I would like to leave you with the fact that we all have choices. We all have choices, even if you think you haven't got a choice. Even if you think you're trapped in a job that is something that you don't enjoy. What can you do to change that? I know somebody who simply, from working at a job that they don't like, going from five days a week, going down to four days a week, has found that shift in the home life balance has provided them with a lot more energy and a lot more time for themselves so that they can work on their own mental health. They were struggling. They were struggling being in the office five days a week and two days for the weekend was just not long enough. So making that change has really, really helped them. And that's great, but I really think that's step one because they're still in a job that they don't enjoy. So now they have a little bit of space and a little bit of time to take that step back and think about, well, what is it that I do want to do? What things can I do to care for my own health, my mental health and my physical health? What can I do that's going to make me feel better? I see that as step one, 
but I don't think just changing your hours in a job that you don't like is enough. It's my personal view. Again, there's no judgment. I'm not here to tell you what to do. But I would say to you, if your job is making you sick, please think about making a change. If you want somebody to talk to or you want to bounce some ideas off, you know where I am. I'm always here for you. I'd love to hear from you. But remember, we weren't put on this planet to pay bills and die. We were born to be happy. And again, some people think that's pie in the sky and very unrealistic. I'm happy to be unrealistic. I'm happy to have my goal is to be happy every day. Life isn't all rainbows. We know that there's ups and downs for everybody. But please don't stay in a job that you're unhappy with. There is absolutely no need for you to do that. That's not how we're supposed to be. Look after yourself. Don't wait until you get a diagnosis to, or something awful to happen to push you over the edge. Make that choice from a good place, from a positive place of caring for you. There is absolutely nothing wrong in caring for you and putting yourself first. So I'll leave you with that thought, my love. As always, I'd invite you to stay safe, stay sane, look after yourself, my darling. Take care and speak soon. Thank you.